Welcome to MoneyPod, a podcast brought to you by Coach Chris. If you work hard and earn a good income, but find that your week lasts longer than your money, then this podcast is for you. Or if you feel like you earn a reasonable income, but you don't seem to be getting anywhere financially, this podcast is also for you. We will be talking about all things money, that very necessary part of life that so often tries to control us so that we end up living from pay to pay and abandon what we once dreamed of. I want to be able to help you take back control so that you decide where your money goes and you feel confident to step off that treadmill of earning and spending and step into a wide world of choices. Hi there, this is Chris Addis, known to many of you as Coach Chris, and today we're going to be talking about how to write a budget. Thank you for your for all of your questions that are coming in, and if you have got any questions for me, please email me at podcast at coachchris.com.au, and I'll get your questions there, and I'll be able to answer them on the show. But this one came through on the Facebook page as well, so thank you for this, Chris. Um Lots of Chris's there. I'm Chris. The question came from Chris, but that's fine. Anyway, so how to write a budget. The question was, how do people write their budgets nowadays? Is it on a smartphone? Is it on an Excel spreadsheet? Is it with pen and paper, good old pen and paper? Or how are people doing that these days? Well, quite simply, it's done in many different ways. People are using their smartphones. A lot of people are using apps that you can find out there where you can put in a bit of a budget of how much you would like to spend on your groceries, your shopping, your clothing, your entertainment, your petrol, all those things. And they simply write on their phone how much they have spent in one particular transaction. And the app calculates how much they've got left. That's great if you remember to do it. It's great if you remember to plan it. If you don't do any of those, either of those things, uh, then you're in a bit of trouble and it's not really helping you. Other people will write budgets, some very complicated budgets, uh, on an Excel spreadsheet or pen and paper, either one. But you know what? Budgets don't work unless you actually look at them regularly. So we can write down all of our income and expenses till the cows come home. But unless we actually also write down against what we think we're going to spend and every week write down what we have actually spent, then that budget's not going to work. I'm all in favor of what I call living budgets and we use these uh, with our clients at Coach Chris. So it's a case of writing down the theory of the income and the expenditure that you're going to have. This is what I think I'm going to earn. This is what I think I'll need to spend. And then as the month goes on, week by week, you write down your individual transactions and see what you actually spend. That can actually be a very scary moment at the end of your week or the end of your month, realizing that you have spent way more than you brought in or that you have spent way more than you expected in a certain item. The real... Um, uh, baddies, if I can say, the culprits of a budget that blows out of control are things that we really love to do. So it's always in the lifestyle category, very rarely in any other category. Um, lifestyle is things like buying food at the food, the supermarket, not the food market, the supermarket, and um, buying takeout, going out with your friends, entertainment, drinking, partying, 
Um, even going out to watch your, your local footy match, what you buy at the, at the shop along the way. You know, all the things that we love to do, they are the areas that usually blow out. And it's really sad, isn't it? Because we work hard for our money, only to hear that the very things that we love to do are the ones that need to be controlled. Otherwise, there's not enough money left for the things that we have to pay. And then we get ourselves into all sorts of trouble. So sometimes when uh, you're discovering the fact that you have spent more than you intended to spend on the really pleasurable things, then you get behind on your bills and that's where the problems start. So one of the things that I will often suggest to people who are new to writing budgets is that you need to write down your fixed expenses. These are the expenses that you you have to pay that have to be paid even before you get out of bed in the morning. So it's your, if you have a mortgage, it's your mortgage repayment. If it's your rent, it's your rent um, payment that you need to put down there. What I strongly suggest is that you write down your bills in a category as if, well, this is the amount of my electricity bill every quarter. Um, and then add those four quarters together and divide it by 12. That's the amount that you should be putting aside per month. And that's the same for all the quarterly bills. If you have council rates, they usually come quarterly. Registration often will come quarterly, although you can pay monthly nowadays. Um, or if you want to pay yearly, then you'll need to save monthly in order to pay yearly. That's the cheapest option. Um, so yeah, all of those bills... Um, make them as a category of what would I have to put away every month to have enough for all of my uh, monthly, quarterly bills that come in. Um, and then the other thing is to make sure that you are remembering your direct debits. These are the things that you have organized to come out of your bank account um, every single month. And so you need to be ready for that so that you don't incur any late payment fees. Now, if you're planning all of those things, you'll be able to see this is the amount of income I have coming in. And this is the amount of fixed expenses and direct debits that are coming out. So this is what I've got left to live on for my food, my fuel and my lifestyle, my good times. Now, if there's not enough in that category, maybe you need to reassess what you're paying out in fixed. Are you paying too much rent? Are you living in a house that's too expensive for you to, to have? Or, you know, you need to think about those things. But if you want those things and you're, in the, you're thinking there's no way I can reduce any of my costs in that area, then maybe you also need to think about having a greater income. And sometimes people will say, well, that's not an option. My pay is what I have. But, you know, there's lots of options in that area. Maybe we'll talk about that another day. Maybe you can send in your suggestions. But uh, just a few things to think about. You can take a second job. Absolutely. Even studying for a higher qualification that might get you a more um, lucrative job. Uh, a higher paying job is also an option. Um, also, lots of people will resort to selling things around the house, things that are sitting around the place that once cost you money and you no longer use. Other people are wanting those things so you can make some extra money on the side that way. Anyway, that's given you a few ideas. No matter how you write your budget, whether it is using a smartphone app, whether it is using an Excel spreadsheet on your laptop, on your tablet, on your PC, or whether you use the good old notebook, pen, paper, whatever. They will only work if you write them, then you refer to them and you track what you're actually spending so you know what it is costing you to live. You'll discover where your weak areas are, where you're not very good at, 
uh, the areas you're not very good at and you'll also discover how much things are actually costing. Sometimes that comes as a real surprise to people. So Chris, thank you very much for your question. I hope that's answered yours. What I thought I would do is I thought I would make available a simple budget tracker uh, that you I can send to you if you write to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. Um, Write to, write to me and I'll send that out to you so that you, you've got a bit of a template that you can use for your expenses and then an, a, an area to be able to track what you're actually spending. Then you can compare the two and see if you've got any surprises. Let me know what you find from that. I'd really love to hear from you and keep those questions coming. I'd really love to be able to make this very relevant to all of us. Thanks for your time today. It's been great talking to you. Well, there we have it. That's our segment for today. Thanks for joining me. It's been good to have you listening. Good to have your company with me. If after listening to this podcast, you feel like you need some one-on-one help from one of our personal financial coaches, then please visit us at coachchris.com.au. We'd love to be able to connect you with the coach that's just right for you. And remember, keep those questions coming at podcast at coachchris.com.au. I hope you have a wonderful week and a financially successful one. Thank you.